Welcome in to Paydirt Sports, powered by the Six Pack Coverage Network. This is Will Dundon alongside Nick Trucial and Seth Coggin. Back at it again. Got three guys in separate studios, but all in here together. Guys, how's it going? How's the weekend? It was good, man. I'm uh, excited to be back in the virtual studio again. Good to be back home, though, in Nashville. Um, New Orleans, it was fun, but, uh, man, that city could take it out of you. So it's nice to uh, get back on home turf um, and get excited for the Super Bowl coming up. Always good to see you back safe. You know, it's always good to see the homies. You know, it's fun to travel. Good, good that they made it that safe. Uh, we had just had a big snowstorm. So it was like crazy big snow. I think we got a little over a foot here at my house. Jeez. So, I didn't yeah, know it was, it was that massive. bad. Yeah. But luckily we, we, we avoided a lot of the ice. So a lot of the state got kind of south actually got a lot of ice. Um, but yeah, a lot of snow. So kind of you know, everybody's cabined up for the weekend. Chilling though. Chilling nice. like a villain. Chilling. So there even though, I mean, obviously we're kind of in. Well, we got one game left, We right? We got the Super Bowl, but we're kind of almost in that offseason. Obviously, we are in it for college football, but kind of a big enough weekend of headlines anyway, storylines at least uh, throughout college and the NFL. There was let's a few. Kick it off. Yeah, let's kick it off first. Let's talk about kind of the beef between Kiffin and Jimbo and Saban basically calling out A&M for paying all their players, which is kind of <laughs> legal now. In a way, there's loopholes, obviously, for it. So, yeah, what would y'all think about that? In case you didn't remember, I think Kiffin is the one who kicked it off, basically was asked about kind of recruiting and everything and saying, hey, look, this is the first year, kind of everyone knows how to work these NIL deals. A&M hasn't been number one in recruiting in a long time. Yeah, they're pretty good, but also they also have the most money. So is it a surprise that they're number one in recruiting this year? Not really. And Jimbo didn't really like that. So. Yeah, Dude, Lane uh, took a shot. He was saying, uh, I can quote him here. I joked the other day, I didn't know if Texas A&M was going to incur a luxury tax on uh, for how much they paid for this class. <laughs> so, yeah, Jimbo did not like that statement one bit. Dude, Kiffin's funny, man. Kiffin knows how to, how to point something right at you because he knows it's true because he does point out some truth, and that's what kind of makes it funny. The thing that's annoying to me is A&M's just got to own it. Like, why doesn't AM just own it and be like, yeah, we're paying everybody more. Like, come on, keep it coming. Like, yeah, it's yeah, let it be known. You, even everyone knows. It. It's so obvious. It's not like even hidden anymore that you are you are actively pursuing this avenue of paying players, which is great. Like, hype it up. Be like, yeah, we're big ballers. We have a big budget. We're AM, we're throwing cash. And anyone that wants to come play football games here, like, jump on it, Jim. That's why it's so lame to be like, to get offended, dude, he gets so offended, which means it's obviously just he's hurt. He's hurt. He yeah, so that's what, what happened afterwards. Jimbo comes back, responds, and he's very offended by it, right? Very offended <laughs> that coaches across the NCAA, and he says, this league, in this league, and like in the SEC, yeah, Trisha, you can pull up the quote if you want, but all I really <laughs> cared about, all I really cared about what he said was he started saying, across have you ever been clown acts. <laughs> He's like, this is a great school. Why would you not want to come to A&M? And when he said that, I think I laughed out loud because I thought to myself, literally, and Seth, you said it earlier when we were talking before the podcast, the stigma against A&M is like no one wants to go there. Unless you're actually uh, like going to be in the military or something, A&M is like the weirdest school ever. 
Yeah, they it, won it kind of is like unless it really fits you, it doesn't fit you. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't fit you at all. And football is uh, a different story, right? Because yeah, you're going for the football team. You don't care a whole but lot. Like, about- what has the football team done? Yeah, Seriously. exactly. No, I agree. What has I mean, done? You have Jimbo. That's it. I mean, that's the pull, right? You have a guy who's won a national championship, but you haven't done anything. You went to what? You you finished in the top five you year before the- last. Yeah, the year before last, yeah, they, they missed the playoff. Like, didn't like, not even win the SEC West. Yeah, yeah you were, but you didn't even. He hasn't even won the West. Yeah. So no, I mean, right. they beat Bama last year and went what eight and four and played in the Belt Bowl. They played in the Gator <laughs> Bowl. No, they even canceled their bowl game. Like <laughs> your bowl game, you didn't even. Oh. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like Michigan with Harbaugh until obviously very recently. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's true. I think Jimbo does. Like having having won a national championship always gives you some kind of credence. Like, oh, he could put together a team that could do it. You know, like I guess it does. Like he does kind of the pieces could come together and he could coach you to one. But I just don't see A and M. I just don't see A and M doing it. What about now? Now that what? Now they have the number. Now they one have like the number class? one recruiting class. And it looks like <laughs> no, I, that full like- of a bunch of overpaid busts <laughs> yeah, yeah. who are going to be so fat well, and happy. They just got a one uh, million dollar contract. The thing, They're right? not going to want to go oh, hard in training camp and try and make it to the league. They already made no. it to the league. Yeah. Well, it's like even and you have the, these guys that yeah, you will have a couple busts, and it's like they're probably locked into a bunch of money. So that's kind of where you play the dangerous game with it, right? You're going to end up paying guys who don't even play that much because every now and then I knew when we used to talk to oh, one of our yeah. buddies uh Jack who played at Ole Miss he was like there were some four stars that just rode their scholarship off four years and like weren't good at football like just yep. rode the bench but they were hey, highly talented shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah they got that bag yeah, yeah. I'm just saying texting them like their history isn't really winning championships like they they put all their eggs in the basket of beating Bama a few times and they've done it like twice over the last nine years <laughs> and they've never won the West. Like until, until Jimbo can win his division of his conference. I really am not, not really thinking about texting him as a national championship. Well, because think about it, like Kirby wasn't even really getting respect until he won the national championship. Yeah, they because were going to would, the national championship and they, he lost. Yeah. At least like he was winning his division, up. but they hadn't even, they never beat Bama in the sec championship. Right. Yeah. They, I think they won the SEC one year, but Bama didn't play in it. That was the yeah, they beat year. Auburn. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. Like Jimbo's. Yeah. If you haven't even won your division yet, you haven't really earned anything, obviously. Yeah. yeah I think uh, Jimbo's overreacted a little bit here. He was, I mean, saying all kinds of crazy stuff, but he did, I guess. Well, he's kind of putting the target on his back too. I feel like not that how many people are out there like, really going after Texas A&M. I think Lane Kiffin made a joke. Saban said yeah. a couple of things. Like, it's not that serious. And then Saban, <laughs> or, uh, Jimbo starts going crazy, and he's like, well, nobody batted an eye when uh, Bryce Young signed for a million dollars at Alabama, but when they come here, it's all hell's broke loose, or whatever the hell he said. Well, yeah, because it's weird. It's like, yeah. They're it's <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not known for having a number one recruiting class. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Alabama's had it the last 10 years. It's not a surprise that the best quarterback goes there. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, he got paid, but it's like he probably would have gone there anyway. You know, yeah. that's that's the difference between it. Now it's like everyone sees A&M at number one. 
And your first thought is, oh, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. they can pay guys now. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, shout out. Like, pay, hopefully you Do pay it. the right yeah. guys. Yeah. Don't be ashamed hopefully, of it. Hopefully you pay for a good team. <laughs> and then when you lose, when you inevitably lose several games in the like, you can be a really good team. Like, Jimbo could put together a really good team, and they go 10-2 and two and don't win the division and don't make the play. Like, you know, like they were a few years ago. Like, they were really, really good top five team, yeah. but you didn't win your division and you didn't make the playoff because you, you lost a couple games. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you paid for a good enough team. You hope you did. And if you win a national championship, that's awesome. You celebrate. Yeah, like, bought yourself a natty. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's what I, I mean. That's professional I'd, sports. I give a lot college, of money for a natty. Yeah. College sports, dude. College sports are just going more and more professional. That's like you're paying for like you're paying for championships. The Rams. Look at the Rams right now. They literally just said, no, we're going to pay for it. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to get the exact players for pay for a championship now. They put the – all right. Hope it works out. Yeah. Um, but, does anyone even know – Trusel, do you know – what did Saban even say? Yeah, Man. how did Saban get tied into this? Um, so, Saban said Tuesday night he supports players profiting off their names, image, and likeness, but draws the line at using the funds to entice a player to attend a school. Um, and I think it pissed off Jimbo because he basically said, you've been doing the same thing, which I mean, he has kind of a little bit, but it's not like you said, it's not the same. It's not enticing a guy to come to Texas A&M. In the, yeah. The yeah, but he's only going to sign that Alabama. contract. He's, he's only going to sign that contract at A&M. Yeah. Like, does that like it's the whole thing is so convoluted because like they're, they're almost trying to say the same thing. Like Saban's just on the side of that. Well, I'm glad they're profiting, but like they shouldn't profit just because they're coming to Alabama. Well, obviously, if they come to like it's they might sign different things, but they're still profiting because like they're choosing based on which college, like they're not gonna get the same deals if they go to AM as if they are Alabama. It's just different. Yeah. I yeah, I mean Saban obviously is probably a little hypocritical. Well, oh Saban did come out though. Yeah, he, the or, other weekend was basically basically said they had never paid players. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The exact <laughs> and, quote was And I'm like, like literally the sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, so I hear these crazy people on TV who say now you're doing it above board. We never did it. We never did it. So it, that's complete BS. A former assistant came out. Never got caught. Never did Everyone was saying Saban, come yeah. on now. Yeah, it's, it's true. Never got caught. No proof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The but, Dodge but Chargers. Was... The Dodge Chargers are real, but man, but we never paid players. But the whole thing, what I look to is what happened to Tennessee with Pruitt and Niedermeyer and all these guys that were came from Alabama, <laughs> and they're yeah, the ones. Yeah. do you think they learned it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they didn't just start. They didn't just go to Tennessee and go. <laughs> what now we should start paying players like they knew what they were doing they'd done it before so yeah. that was a little i was like all right Saban, come dude on. alabama's network's gotta be so tight like Saban has got that like network of of payments and distribution so airtight well it doesn't even matter anymore like yeah it doesn't matter anymore Kur- well but i even even without nil stuff kirby was caught on tape talking about paying dudes 30 or 60 grand or something like it's him on the phone yeah. and no one did anything about it will wade a couple years ago yeah. got <laughs> caught on that fbi why the fbi caught him and he's still coaching at lsu to this day oh he got a slap what he sit out like two games it, like oh yeah craziest thing <laughs> i mean he literally like they did an investigation caught him with proof and then just didn't really do anything 
Nashville guy. He uh, went to FRA. Dude, Will Wade didn't know that. I, yeah. I can't stand Will Wade. Yeah, yeah he's one of the – I can't from, believe like, LSU wrote for him Nobody so likes his family too. either. Dang. Uh, let's, let's move on to another coach in the SEC a little. Seth, you're familiar with kind of the storyline, I believe, being an Arkansas fan. So let's talk about Brian Harson. <laughs> yeah, you've seen a similar uh, storyline play out. <laughs> I've, lived, I've lived in a parallel universe. <laughs> yeah, so in case – I don't know all the details, so if you all want to hop in, but I do know, you know, Brian Harson getting in a little trouble with uh, – having an affair with one of his employees, basically one of the girls who was he, he hasn't been fired though. Right. Uh, like not that had, I know of. Not still, yet. They're like still, investigating is he, everything. Is he and, go, like, what is the, what's the chances? Like, what are the odds? Are there odds on this? That's what I'd like to see if they were just like, well, yeah, you can't do that, but. <laughs> we'll give you another shot. <laughs> yeah. Is he good enough to this? Like, that's why he's in a tough space. Like, he has a, one year, one unsuccessful year under his belt. Like, are they just trying to get him hot? Are they leaking this? Like, this may not even be real. Like, honestly, like, you could just leak this and enough people would just immediately run with that story and be like, yeah, of course he's <laughs> like, okay, run with it and just bash him. Be able to fire know? him with cause. And, get him to, and just get him to fire. <laughs> yeah. Just because even if it's because in this, like, even if it's not true, the optics that it might be true are so bad. That like we just gotta fire him. Like we can't have that kind of, you know, bad rumor coming out about our head football coach. Very public, public, public figure in the state of Alabama is the head football coach of Auburn. Like, yeah, he's not Saban level, but like it's very influential person. You can't have that guy paying paying on your staff for mischief. Hey, that's what got Bob Trino fired. I seen it. Like you said, the, the man hired his mistress and got caught, and he got caught. And he had to pay the price, and that was his job. And it hurt the Arkansas football program for a long time. Like, we suffered from f- trying to, like, fill that void for a long time. But and, I, and Auburn may face a similar fate if they if they fire him now or if they keep him. You never know. I don't, <laughs> who knows what's ahead for like, Auburn Tigers. I feel like both of those moves had to be – I just think those are so dumb. Like, hey, I'm cheating on my wife. I've got this mistress. What should I do? Oh, I should bring her, like – into my work environment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess then you kind of have an ex- I guess you have an excuse for hanging out with her then. I yeah. Guess, like, you know? Oh, she's but, just my mentor. Yeah. I got to <laughs> like, I got, got to stay late. Uh, the assistants are working hard or whatever, but gosh, I just feel like you could go, you go either way with it, I guess. But I feel like you're just drawing more attention to it by bringing more situations. I wonder – I mean, it had to have started – the thing is, it had to have started at Boise. I bet – Yeah. If, yeah. I bet oh, she was a cheerleader. Like, yeah, wait. No, yeah, that makes sense. See, that's a thing that – that's the crazy part of the story. It's like – This has probably been going on for a while. He brought her – he brought her – like, what does his wife say about that when he's like, no, nah, I'm bringing my assistant this cheer – like, this girl I hired several years yeah, ago. Yeah, like our age – uh, yeah, she's coming with us to Auburn. Like, she's going to be my assistant there. Like, I don't know. It's, kind of, it's, just, know a cra- it's just a weird, like, I, I don't know. And, and I would hate, I would actually hate, like, if all of the rumors were untrue. Like, that'd be really sad that, you know, they have just this great marriage. I don't know. I don't know the situation intimately, but it looks really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, hire, you hire your cheerleader boys. Or maybe, like, you know. Something happened to Boise. She, she holds it over his head. She blackmails yeah. him. She's kind of just got him by like 
Like maybe she has something on him. I don't that know. Could be. That I could be. And like this, this situation could be deep. No, no. Auburn no, came out uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, they just had an article earlier today. So they are fully expanding into uh, a full investigation. The university said it's collecting information from a variety of perspectives, including student athletes. So oh, I'm thinking this blows up into something getting, much yeah, more. He's than getting a, pulled down. He's yeah, getting brought down. Yeah, this is a maybe not a hit job, but the second they find a crack in the seams, yeah. I think they're full in trying to get oh, everything they attack. can on this guy. It's a, it's a full. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're getting. They're unseating him of power. They're getting him out quick. And so Auburn he came power out and said it's running. complete BS. So he's denying it all. I mean, yeah, what's what's the so if if everyone keeps quiet or something, like there's no actual proof. Yeah. I mean, what what do you think happens then? I, I mean I, I guess know. you can't you don't have a reason to fire him if it's not proven. What if she comes out and outs him and just like Yeah, it's gonna happen. Spills off. I don't it's know. It's gonna be crazy. We talked about NIL stuff. What if someone paid her to tell a bunch of sh- stuff? Well, I would think too. Like, if <laughs> an Alabama fan was like, "Here, here's five hundred grand. Say you slept with Harson." He might like having Harson there though, because he's not doing too well. Yeah, that's what it's funny about the whole situation. He's not even doing good. Yeah, he's not like, good. Are you, are you gonna not... really fight for this mediocre coach, or are you just gonna be like, "Well, I guess it's not. I guess it's not working." Bring yeah, besides else. it just being embarrassing to the program, I guess. If I'm an Auburn fan, I'm not too broken up over this. I mean, he does have a $18.3 million buyout. You think Auburn's – or maybe that's what they're trying to do, well, trying that's what to I'm find saying. him a cause. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can, If this is all true, it's like, well, are, yeah, you can have this They're still like paying this. Gus Malzahn, too. Oh, yeah, they're still paying Gus big money. They're yeah. almost paying him $3 million a year for, like, the next several years. <laughs> I know that hurts. So you're going to eat a second contract? There's no way they can fire him without cause. Absolutely no way. Jeez, eighteen milli. So you're on the hook. You're on the hook at this point. You're still. That's what gets your athletic department in a deep hole. Is when you're still paying. We've seen it. Tennessee's seen it. Like it's hard to succeed when you're still paying coaches that were terrible that yes. had to fire. Like, yeah, we're paying Butch Jones while he sits on the sideline of Alabama doing yeah. crap he's done. And ugh, thank God we got Pruitt out with cause. So that was nice. That was pretty clutch. Because that could have been really bad if we weren't able to get him out uh, and just had to buy him out too. Or I, buy out might have not happened. No, that was huge. That's why all the, st- all the recruiting, giving players money stuff came out. Yeah. I, that's what it's – it's like everybody knows it's going on. When they wanted Pruitt out, oh, it just happened. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. We had a really busy weekend, I guess. I didn't even realize it with just SEC West coaches. Because, yeah, let's go ahead and just talk. I guess no real storyline with them, but just go ahead and – Got to mention it. We got to just talk about Brian Kelly real quick. <laughs> I mean, the dude is weird. <laughs> like Cringiest coach in the country. I guess maybe it's just uh, – I mean, the guy does he, not fit in in the SEC. He is exactly – he is a person who was born and raised in Massachusetts trying to fit in in – 
Baton Rouge, yeah. Louisiana. <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He just is it just isn't a fit. And it's so painfully obvious, but beautiful to watch. Like it's you cannot look away from Brian Kelly at, at LSU. Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of like Michael Scott in the office. It's so awkward and so cringy. It's funny. It might work. Yeah, it actually it, maybe might work this, like, maybe this yeah. is the formula. Hey, that's yeah. the thing. Michael Scott, their branch, they led all the divisions or whatever. Yeah. He was the only one not year. to go under. So maybe I don't know. I, I don't know what Brian Kelly's going to do. I have no clue. I mean, first of all, it's going to be tough anyway, right? You're in the best division in football. Plus, we'll see how all the how the divisions move around once like Oklahoma and Texas get in there. So I don't know, but I mean, he's proven he can win, and he's got. I don't know if he has more resources. I guess he's in a better. I mean, obviously, you're in the SEC now, so you have that kind of pull. But I don't know. I I can't kind of pin my finger on how well Brian Kelly's going to do. I mean, I, I kind of like what Seth was saying. He just doesn't fit down South in Cajun country. I mean, you take one look at that guy and how he acts and then the fake, I mean, he's just been off to a terrible start. The fake <laughs> accent, the weird dances, everybody's kind of already out on him and he hasn't coached one game. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Not good. Not a good spot to be, to just like alienate your fan base by being, so just weird and, and fake being a weird you Yankee. Even coach. being a weird Yankee yeah they were worried they're already worried about you being a weird Yankee and you've proved them absolutely right by being the weirdest and cringiest coach and like interacting so strange oh well, man the reason we brought this up too right Trucia you said it uh the video another video of him dancing with another recruit came out yeah, like and then the day after him. Like the day after the guy committed somewhere else, right? Yeah, he committed to Alabama the next day. Yeah, he was like, yeah, Saban doesn't do this. Saban just takes guys out on his boat. Yeah, and- Saban <laughs> takes him out to the boats, takes him out to the clubs, gives him to the players to have a good time, and then gets him in the NFL. Brian <laughs> Kelly ain't doing none of that. Yeah, he's won a lot. He's won a lot of football games, but we'll see. I mean – He'll probably win a good amount because LSU traditionally wins a, like a, a lot yeah, of football yeah. games. Like they're a good football program, but we'll see how it works out. I, I, for one, if I had to make a prediction on his future, I say he lasts less than five years at LSU, and that's actually pretty generous. Yeah, that's pretty generous. But he could even win. Three. He could have like he could have like one good. I, I kind of see him having like a really good year at like year three, and then and just crumbling. And then just crumbling. That's exactly what. I, that's exactly how I see it. It's kind of how LSU coaches are. Like, like look at Edo. Like he just yeah. And Les Miles. He went yeah. Less, they, like you go to the mountaintop and then you just kind of like fall apart. But we'll see. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I could see him lasting two years. I could see him leaving. I could see him like going a year or two. Maybe he goes to the NFL or something. I don't know. Like he could. I could see him like bouncing. Yeah. It's possible. I'm. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I think I think five years. It sounds kind of crazy, but I think you might be right on that. Just because it's going to be so hard for him to consistently win, as long as all these other guys are in the same conference as him. As long as Saban's there, he's like not. He's still not. Definitely not. The top yeah, dog. I mean, he's well, got even some tough even programs. Kirby too. Like I think Kirby's a better coach than. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's got he's got people ahead of him and in the conference. Well, ahead of him. yeah. Well, let's kind of shift gears here. So, obviously, Super Bowl week, big NFL week, a lot of drama kind of going on, too, with those. Um, let's kick it off with a couple of the 
coaching. We'll, we'll kind of end the NFL talking about the Super Bowl, but let's kick it off first talking the whole Brian Flores controversy. Um, so basically, Flores obviously fired by the Dolphins and then got a interview with who was it again? What team was the interview? Giants. Giants. Yeah. So got an interview, got a text from Bill Belichick, like congratulating him, but he hadn't even gone to the interview yet. And then he realized DeBole. Yeah. He thought yeah. of Brian DeBole about Belichick. Brian Flores. Belichick texted the wrong guy, whatever. So what happened was the Giants were bringing in Flores. They already had their guy picked out. They're bringing in Flores because a rule in the NFL is you have to interview a minority coach. And so, I mean, this isn't that new that teams just bring in guys who are a minority to basically check it off their list, especially if they already have their guy picked out. But obviously Flores figured this out. He's filing a whole lawsuit against them. Then he came out and talked about how uh, the Dolphins, I think it was owner or GM, came out and was offering him money per loss. Yeah. Offering him like $100,000 per loss, and obviously he turned that down. I don't know. There's kind of a lot to unpack here. I mean, I don't I don't think he's wrong necessarily, but at the same time, I mean, I I don't see the I I think the rule is dumb that you're forcing NFL teams to just interview minorities cuz yeah, if they don't want a guy who's a minority, they're just going to bring a guy in for no reason and check it off the list. So I don't think that rule really does anything to try and diversify the coaching ranks of the NFL. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think it's an attempt. I mean, it's an, att- although it may not be perfect. It is an attempt to try that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, as feeble as it may seem and look like that, at least it is like some sort of, and it's sad that it gets seen in this light where like it's used almost just as, I don't know. I mean, obviously, and I'm sure that's probably not the only time that that's happened. No. Like, I'm sure that that's certainly like, and, and that's very unfortunate, but I, in terms of the rule, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad, you know, it's not a bad rule. It's not a bad rule. I just don't think, I don't think it really does much. Yeah. Like, I mean, may, maybe it does, but I I see, well, and first of all, I want to say I like Brian Flores. I think he should yeah. be a head coach somewhere. So. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I'm just not of the mind. I mean, maybe there are more racist owners and GMs out there, but I truly believe that, I mean, guys want guys who are going to come win football games. Brian Flores had a pretty good year, right? They went nine and seven. And I probably wouldn't have even fired him, but that was a whole, actually, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. That probably had more to do with, yeah, bad relationships with the higher ups and he didn't like Tua and all this stuff. But before that, he had no coordinator experience or anything. He had been, I think, linebackers coach and mm-hmm. position coach. Like he got that head coaching job without ever being a coordinator in the NFL. So I think that alone kind of speaks for. I mean, he got a shot when there's probably other guys that were more qualified than him. You know, originally. Yeah, that's fair to say. And I mean, did you see uh, Miami hired a? Uh, uh, biracial coach Mike McDaniel, who is uh, half black. So I don't know. Like I, I'm kind of on your side a little bit, Will, just for the fact, uh, and I'm sure also a little bit on Seth's side because there's certainly 
some unfortunate things that I'm sure have gone down to the NFL, but if these owners are willing to shell out hundreds of millions of dollars to a lot of African-American players, like I feel like they'd be willing to do that too, to a coach, if that is going to give them the, the best chance to win. So I think it might be partially overblown. Um, but then again, a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes. Uh, we could talk about Dan Snyder and the uh, Washington commanders. Yeah. Uh, so you you never really know what's going on behind the scenes, but it just kind of from a logic standpoint, I feel like they would want the guy that is going to give them the best chance to win. Well, and uh, I think it was Tiki Barber. They brought back Tiki and Tierney on, uh, I think, the W fan station in New York. So he basically started talking. He got super emotional in uh, during the radio show, basically defending the Giants organization as being not racist, you know, obviously, because he had such a good relationship with the GM and owners there. So I don't know. I'm sure there probably are some racist owners and GMs out there. I just don't know. It was just a weird situation to me for all this to be brought up because I don't think, I mean, the giants are in a way they're wrong. They didn't give them a fair shot. Right. But if they had their guy picked out who they wanted and they are forced to interview other people, even though they already know who they want, I just don't see, what the big problem with that is necessarily. Yeah. Hands were tied. That's true. I guess not being open to the fact if you want to interview a guy, but again, I mean, if you know, you want, you know, you want like, yeah. But I mean, maybe it's another way to just get people in rooms, you know, like even if they have some kind of meeting, maybe the assistant GM when he was interviewing with the giants becomes the head GM for the Titans one day and, yeah, that's true. Like it's a, it's that's an opportunity. True. Like it is, um, and hopefully someone in the room takes you seriously. <laughs> that's mean, true. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, that's that's just a. I mean, it's just a counterpoint. I, I don't think it's a perfect system. Yeah, but that's a good point because I mean, you always hear about guys. All I need is to get my foot in the door, and yeah. uh, I just uh, I need one team to give me a chance. And you look at a guy like uh, Dante Foreman, who the has absolutely blown up for the Titans. We gave him a chance and he, it paid off. So you never know who's going to surprise you. Yep. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see just how Flores, like how his, where his career goes from this, just because obviously it's a big move. Some people he's, are going to like it. I would it. think Some he's going to be blackballed, like honestly. That's I what think, I mean. I think, he, even I said, think he, will too. he even said himself that like, he's kind of. Which but I that, guess that's going to be a bad, that's a bad, see, I think it's probably, I mean, I guess if he, like, he believes he's standing for something, I, he is, I guess, but yeah, I think if he didn't do this, it, yeah, if he believes it, then yeah, he, then he's, and I hope it, I hope it changes for the better. Like if he really believes it and sticks to it and that costs him his job, that's really sad. And that means he's probably more right than, than, uh, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's true. So we'll we'll see, but I mean, I think I think that part kind of sucks too because I think Brian, I like Brian Flores as a coach. yeah. I think he's a so, great coach. But yeah, then we had we did have a few obvious uh, obviously because of that or as a result we had some coach hirings all across the NFL. Uh, one thing I want to talk about real quick: the whole Harbaugh drama. A lot of people were thinking yes. Harbaugh was going. He to the was Vikings. actually close to the Vikings, and they well, had a full-on he, interview. But he said he knew he wanted to go back to Michigan. So. Well, did he say that, or did they turn him down because he missed <laughs> Michigan really? signing day and everything because he was in talks with the Vikings and stuff? And huh, yeah, I, I, I must have missed if, that. Well, I don't know if he turned it down or if they 
weren't really considering him. That's what Schefter, like Adam Schefter was reporting that they weren't really considering him. But, yeah. I mean, he had an interview, so. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both, you know, like he learned that he wasn't kind of their guy. Pretty probably, he was probably a pretty serious contender. Like, kind of learned that he wasn't their guy. And then it was very convenient for him to be like, Okay, like, I'm happy yeah. with Michigan. I'll go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in a good spot. That's why he's in a great spot. Like, very, very good spot there at Michigan. Yeah, it, it was he's just, funny. He's coming. Because... He's hot right now. Like, he, he hasn't been this hot. Like, I mean, they talked about him getting fired. So, yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is I was watching, I flipped on Big Ten Network while uh, signing day was going on. And they were interviewing some Michigan linebacker commit or something, and they started asking him about Harbaugh. They're like, "Do you think Harbaugh's going to be your coach?" And he's sitting there, just like, "Ah, uh, I mean, I hope so." <laughs> yeah. But he's like, "I mean, I can't." I was like, "I mean, if he gets gets an NFL offer, like, I guess he deserves it." But I mean, I'd like for him to be there because that's who I'm committing to. Yeah, I'm committing. It's, it's just right now. Yeah, it's like it's wild that Harbaugh wasn't even there on signing day. Someone made the joke like, "Jim Harbaugh commits to Michigan." On signing day. But yeah, Trujillo, what were some of the other NFL coach hires? Yeah, I got, I got the list right here. We'll kind of run through and then we'll, we'll talk about uh, a couple of the, the big pieces. So Kevin O'Connell was the Minnesota Vikings guy that replaced um, Harbaugh. Matt Eberflus to the uh, Chicago Bears. Brian DeBole to the New York Giants, like we were talking about. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos. Doug Peterson to the Jags. Nathaniel Hackett, baby. Who is Nathaniel Hackett? He was the Um, Packers OC, mm. right? What a name, Nathaniel Hackett. Sounds like Revolutionary War. I know, that's what I'm saying. It kind of does, yeah. General General Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. All right. Yeah. Um, so we got Doug Peterson, the Jags, like I said. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Josh McDaniels at the Raiders. I feel like that's the the I job I'm it. most intrigued with. I feel like that could go so well or just so horribly wrong. Uh, it's got, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's boomer bust right there. Yeah. He said he wasn't ready the first time when he went to the Broncos or whatever. Yeah, 10 years ago. Or I guess, shoot, that was like 12 years ago now. Yeah, I don't know. But he says he thinks he's ready now, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll they, they've got a good foundation in place. Uh, is it Basaccia or whatever who was yeah. intern? Yeah, inter- that's who everyone was uh, yeah, yeah, tweeting so about. The players good. loved him. Well, and I think he left kind of a good foundation for McDaniels to get started. You know, you got a good lineup. I mean, if yeah, you like, like Derek, I like Derek Carr okay. I'm not as in gotta love get, Dude, he's got to get that team uh, a car service. My goodness. He's like they've had two yeah. multiple receivers multiple times with speeding stuff. Good, oh, yeah. like guys, please. Like y'all saw, y'all saw, know. y'all saw his career end because he was doing that. Like, don't go out and emulate that behavior. That's so sad, almost. Josh McDaniel, clean that up. I don't want the guys on the streets anymore. That's the thing. Yeah, you got to clean it up. Let's get a car yeah. service. I guess Gruden was kind of playing into that. Uh... just not caring about what his players are doing or i don't know i feel like rudin i don't know though like how do you experiment like the whole rugs thing i mean that was one night like bad like what do you i mean obviously i feel like you probably tell your guys hey don't drink and drive you know you know every nfl player so there's a deal with the nfl and uber 
every NFL player in the league has unlimited free Uber rides. Dang. Dude, that's crazy. I need to get that card. That's awesome. Yeah, so literally there is no single excuse as to why you should have driven at that point. But, I mean, he made the mistake and he's paying for it, and I, I feel bad for the families that were affected, so. Crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, That'll be Josh, definitely. Daniel, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great way to. All right, Josh, have fun, buddy. Yeah. But, I mean, out, besides that, like the players you do have, you it seems like you have a pretty good. Yeah, yeah they're all good. Good. They made the playoffs. Yeah. Made the playoffs gave, through all that turmoil. Made gave the playoffs. Are, and gave the Bengals a run for their money, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty good game. So we'll see how that uh, plays out, but dude, uh, Doug, uh, wait, his Jags, Peterson. Doug, yeah, Doug oh, Doug Peterson. Peterson, he's garbage, dude. Yeah, he I, he got hot, he got hot, but he is a gar- he's he's a garbage coach. I'd like to see him run that Philly special when he comes uh, up to Nashville. Is, Something else is coming. Harold yeah, Landry screaming down the sideline with Jeff it, Simmons coming up from behind. The Jags are just so poorly run. It's it's. Really yeah, shot yeah, but I mean that's no a way better that's a way better hire than Urban Meyer was. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, probably, Urban Meyer but that was, was dumb. God. Yeah, but that Urban Meyer hire didn't even last a year. Yeah, so like even if you're a little bit, yeah, okay, being better than that is the lowest bar. Like, no, I just mean at the time of, like at the time of hiring, even. Yeah, because yeah, no, not many people thought um, it was going to work out. Because I mean, it's so hard to go from college to be successful in college and then go be successful in the NFL, win a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I was kind of hoping anyone... would stick around down there in Jacksonville. I thought the Titans were about to rip off wow, they an still ungodly are, record against the Jags. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Jags now. Yeah. But I, I mean, they know. got Trevor Lawrence. You need you and never got know the when he's going to take again. a step forward. I mean, I, that was the thing. We'll I kind of hated it for Trevor Lawrence just because I think he's super talented. And I was thinking the whole time last year, I mean, the guy does not have a real NFL coach coaching or a team. Dude. Like, Their roster is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't have a real NFL coach or team or organization, bro. He's in Jacksonville. A clown show, bro. Shot Khan runs it from over across. Like, he runs, yeah. literally runs it from – you know what the difference in Amy Adams strong, like your owner being so much more positively involved than like shot gone is with Jacksonville. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Amy Adams strong. She's like <laughs> once the most again. beloved once again. owner. <laughs> She's awesome. She I love seeing her. I do love seeing her in the locker room and seeing these just giant players giving her yeah. uh, hugs and she's stuff after the game five, five little lady just <laughs> right up there with the big dudes she's like she's like their uh favorite high school teacher or like their yeah. mom or something and they're all just <laughs> but yeah mama amy we also about- had the pro bowl going on dude the pro bowl i first of all i didn't watch the pro bowl yeah, i did dude, see people highlights are freaking though. out about it worse than ever this year just complaining it was so bad literally it was like truly was two-hand tackle. touch yeah, it literally was two. It like wasn't even wrap up. It was two hand touch. We're closing in on flag football here. They might well, have, like, they, and I was thinking these guys just played. You made them play a seventeen. Yeah, game like season. I don't blame them at like, all. Well, but my like thing, guys. Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay, but I mean, don't even have the game. Like, do yeah, more like yeah. skills competitions. And yeah, stuff. I like I like that. Like, 
do some fun skills competitions, make it a yeah. big deal and let them let, let me see their true skills. Like I don't want this facade of a game, this charade of you guys. Yeah. I don't need you guys. Like, I don't care about that. Y'all already played so much football. I just want to yeah. see like what makes you so much better than everybody else. Yeah. Have them go play like jackpot on the football field or something. Yeah. That would actually be a, a pro bowl jackpot game. That would be pretty insane. All the best receivers. I mean, they do. I mean, they do races and stuff, and then they have, you know, where the linemen do like receiver drills and stuff. Yeah. Like that's more. That's so much more fun to watch because you get to be like, "Holy crap! This six four, three hundred and twenty pound lineman can move, can, like run a route." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you want to highlight your players, like mic them up in that fun setting. Yeah, like you know, get real up close, like personal. Like it's a fun. Like they're just there, kind of you know, competing, and and you get their helmets. So, I don't know. You just get like visibility. In like a really good way for the players here. Yeah. But Trucial, do you want to? I I don't know a lot about it. I saw a tweet about it and everything, but it looks like a former Alabama football player Alvin Kamara was arrested. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. So Let me pull up the exact police report here. Um, and reading more into it, it might be bad news for Alvin. Yeah. So what? What he assaulted someone at a bar? Yes. So um, I'm trying to find it. Darnell Green was the victim in this case. The incident occurred at Cromwell Casino um, at Dre after Dark Club, which is located on Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, So there was they recorded this interview of the guy in the hospital. The police did. This is all directly from the uh, police. He was still shaken up. He was able to re, re, uh, recollect the fight and describe one male, but he said it happened so fast. Uh, he couldn't give much more than that. So he was walking, leaving the club for the night, made his way to the elevators. There was a group of people waiting as he started a conversation with one of them. As soon as the elevator opened, Green and the large party he was speaking with began walking towards the open elevator doors. One male who would later be identified as Alvin Kamara put his hand on Green's chest, stopping him from walking into the elevator. Um, Green pushed Kamara's hand off his chest. And then basically after that, Kamara shoves him on the ground. And then the entire group of guys just starts kicking his face in and beating him down. And so. So this guy was like seriously injured. Yeah. He's in the hospital. Uh, Dang. Yeah. Yeah, He's seriously injured. um, And can't do that. The, the, the no, most damning yeah, piece of evidence here is um, the police have said that the camera footage basically backs up everything this guy said. So, <laughs> yeah, it looks look like he, he was just walking, to, leaving the bar normal, saw some guys, was just chatting it up with them as normal. And then I guess Alvin got a little cocky and did, didn't want uh, a well, random definitely- dude getting in with his posse or whatever. I don't know. Or it was definitely but, like they were going to all get on the elevator and Camaro was basically like big leaguing them, just saying like, no, we're going to get on like y'all, st- like we're going to go first, you know, try yeah. to cut them in line basically. And yeah. Then I, Tough, dude. Sad that he, like, I don't know. He'll probably be all right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, he, he beat up some random dude and lost. Yeah, it was a dude and his teams, his squads, the probably the really ones that really beat this guy up. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's probably going to have a buddy take this one for him to be quite honest. Yeah, well, like hey, he'll man. just slide him a cool three hundred grand later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, someone's taking six months on this one. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm Alvin Kamara. Like, I gotta play for the Saints next year. Does so, he like, does he? Ha- I mean, does anyone have to go to jail 
Like, can he just kind of pay it off? He can probably pay yeah, it off. He can that's probably what I'm thinking. Well, and this guy's probably just trying to get some money anyway. Yeah, like, honestly, it probably like if if I got beat up, I would be like, dang, that sucks. But I'd also be like, hey, yeah, I'd cool with 500k. Yeah, like, I can walk. I can walk away like where I. But um, apparently, he had like a fractured orbital bone in his eye now that, that could end that's up bad. Yeah, could <laughs> end up requiring that's surgery. That's not good. So the, the dude is, was like really hurt. I'm thinking if if it's Camaro and he's walking around with like was it his like teammates or was it his like entourage? Nah, you know? I think it was like oh, his group of buddies. Well, because that's what crew. I'm thinking. If it's if it's like your boys that you're probably already kind of taking care of, I'm wondering if Camaro even really got in the fight. Was that on camera or was it like actually his buddies beating the guy up? He's just the identifi- identifiable one in the crew. Because if yeah. he didn't really do anything, then yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't think he should get i mean just for he's like not kind gonna of see long-term trouble no. for this i don't think but it definitely is gonna be in the news he could a, have to pay a lot a of money and a lot of uh, crazy stuff happen but i don't i think he'll still play in the nfl again it, it won't go that far oh yeah no no i don't think it'll be that bad if anything i think it'll probably just end up being a big fine yeah yeah, he's gonna get stung somewhere. They gotta hurt him somewhere. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. He'll be fine. Plus payoff. Plus his, you know, plus some other things. Yeah, but obviously, plus, uh, plus a lot loss of advertisements probably. Yeah, yeah, he could lose his some po- sponsorships. His pocketbooks will get hurt a little bit. The yeah. what is it? Uh, airheads. He could lose his Airheads uh, sponsorship. Airheads. Airheads stays. No, they. Dude, won't that's a good airheads. sponsorship. It yeah, is a good. Won't. It's like uh, Marshawn and Skittles and then Alvin Kamara and uh, Airheads. I got uh, some good sponsorships lined up. Heck yeah. Well, obviously coming into uh, this weekend, we have the big one. We got Super Bowl Sunday coming up. What are we thinking? What are we feeling? Do you all want to go ahead and give give predictions or – I mean, all I'm saying is I've been on the Rams this whole year. Look, man, I'm I'm not I'm not jumping off the bandwagon now. I'm riding with Stafford into the sunset. He's getting that ring, baby. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if I'll be disappointed. Like I'm not I haven't picked anyone yet, but I don't if I had to, like gun to my head, I think I'd pick Rams. But basically that's only because I think so many people are hyped up by the Bengals right now. Yeah. They just have a little too much hype. So I'm gonna go with Rams. But I mean, if my boy Zach Taylor, you know, former Husker quarterback, gets a Super Bowl ring, I ain't going to be mad about that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting matchup. I think you have just kind of two really different teams. Like this is a very yeah. unusual feeling Super Bowl, like not not traditional, like people meeting in the in the final game. I think. Since he has had a great run and they're so hot and just so like living off of energy, but then you get Super Bowl, you have two weeks, like it's in LA. I don't know. It's like almost too much time to reset and like have to go out and try to try and like capture that magic. Cause I mean, they're a good team. Cincinnati is a very good team, but they definitely have had kind of an extra kind of factor in the playoffs, which is what a championship team has to have. But to, to do that, and contain that for like go rest a week, let the Rams, you know, they're at Rams are at home. It's their literal home stadium. Yeah. You know, not that so they're, it won't really be a home field advantage, but it's a home home field. Just like they're living in their regular, like 
it's very kind of more, they don't have to travel um, or anything yeah they don't have to travel or anything and i don't know i just think the rams overall have a better roster top to bottom so i think they probably come away uh, i think they probably win but because i think a super bowl really isolates a lot of things like it takes away a lot of it's fairly neutral it's it's like i don't know it's just a very the stage is set for a very you know game between two and I think the Rams just top to bottom, better lineup to win. Yeah, I agree with what you said too. Just when when you're kind of the Bengals, this younger team, and you catch lightning in a bottle, and then yeah, I think it almost hurts them having this week in between because yeah, you get thrown out of sync. Yeah, you, I mean obviously, team. yeah, obviously you're resting up and everything, but at the same time, it's like you were so just kind of ride, riding this wave and going. Everything was the same, like three week, three or four weeks in a row, whatever. And now you have this break and you get ready and all this hype going on. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think I think uh, what we saw, like when the Titans played the Bengals and we saw that pressure, I think a lot of people were expecting to see that from the Chiefs defense. But personally, I just think the Chiefs defense is a little overrated. Yeah. Um, and I think the Rams, uh, like front four, front seven, will do a better job at just getting to Burrow. So I think yeah. that will probably be the difference, but we'll see. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals win. I, I might even no, I kind of pick, pick the Rams, like kind of hope the Bengals win. I don't know. Like I don't really have a – I don't really root for teams outside of my teams. Like I have the Titans and the Razorbacks and like the Grizzlies and stuff. But if you're not one of those – the I, sounds. I never – yeah, no. <laughs> shout out the sounds for sure. What if the sound? Hey, if if Nashville got an MLB team, could we please like? Would they call it's it the over. sounds? Would they call it Nashville sounds? I think if the, Nash- the whole if the, 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 if the Nashville sounds are major. The Twitter account they have that's like gotten started is the Nashville Stars. Technically, <laughs> Ugh, that's gross. Which, I want to be the sounds. Man. I feel like you should. Just... Well, it's because of the whole. Yeah, it's because the whole TriStar thing. But I don't know. Like, if we got an MLB team, would you just get rid of the sounds, or could you have both? No, you have to get. You can't. I don't think you can have. A We'd have both. We'd be digital. feeding feeding minor league players direct. They'd have to walk across the street and they get. Pulled, I would, they'd get pulled up and they walk across the street. If we kept the sounds, I would be an immediate season ticket holder at the AAA team. Who's choosing to spend their money at a AAA <laughs> when you could go to a major? Yeah, game. you could get a season tickets for probably twenty five bucks. Yeah, I mean, you can already get them for like. I think it's like a couple hundred or something if you want to no, actually get I, I just want them to become. Uh oh. Did we just lose Seth? The major league team, like, make. Oh, there make, he is. Oh, there he is. oh am back? I going out? No, you're Yeah, you're, free, you're freezing up a little bit. What were you saying about the sounds? Oh, I just hope. I, if the, the sounds being a major league baseball team is actually a dream of mine. Like, going to a Nashville Sounds game and it being a major league baseball. Would be them like win like imagine the Nashville Sounds winning a World Series that would just be cool. hey, so amazing insane. Uh, a, a couple of years ago when they were with the Rangers they scrimmaged the Rangers and beat them so <laughs> <laughs> to the league that's awesome. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're talking about how you only root for your teams, really. Yeah, I only really root for my teams. Uh, yeah. So I like. I'll be like, yeah, I kind of pr- would prefer like maybe Cincinnati to win just because I don't want to reward like LA's just super team model. Like we're just going to go like, I think they should be punished by losing the Super Bowl again 
and then you have like no draft picks or no like yeah, equity screwed. to build at all. So like, like if you, you have... don't win again, you're like totally busted. Well, you're just kind of because you probably have chance than the Bengals. Like seriously, like no offense, but like if you only had to beat the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, it's like dang, this is the golden opportunity. Like last time you lost to Brady and the Patriots. This time it's like Joe Burrow's second year with the Bengals. Like you gotta win. You gotta win this one. Yeah, and right, you probably only have – I don't know how the contracts are set up with a bunch of those guys, but, I mean, maybe you have a year left with some of them or maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if they do win, then is that going to change the dynamic a little bit in the NFL? Are you going to have a lot of teams start going, hey, instead of gambling on draft picks, why don't we just trade our draft picks for proven superstars? Yeah. Either way, it's a gamble. Probably I don't gonna have a little bit of both. I mean, you're, yeah. you're going to have the teams that are going for, and, and that's kind of always how it works. Like you kind of always have a balance of power between teams that are really winning, trying to win now and teams that are trying to build a little bit more. But I think you could, it could swing more. I, I think, I mean, that's what you saw. Like theoretically Jacksonville could be doing it. You know, you trade, a, trade away a guy like Ramsey and get how many picks. Like, you know, you're trading away these – you're kind of saying, well, we're not winning now. We we kind of thought we might be, but we're not winning right now. So we're going to lose – I don't know. We're going to trade away all our assets. I don't know. Go yeah. Totally build by the it's team. not working, so let's, like, start from the bottom, see if we can yeah. create something. I mean, the Titans have done a good job of building from the draft. Like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all organic draft yeah. players that are real contributors with a few selected really good add-ons that they have added. Um, Danico is my favorite add-on yeah, for sure. Danico's amazing. Was He's so great, good. Great, great Unsung guy. hero. And he, he made everybody else better. He yeah, he. that's he why our pass rush was so good better, is when you just add more dudes in there. Like, there's just more space. They eat up more blocks and leaves big, old, big holes for those linebackers to come screaming down, so – for sure. I'm excited to watch that front seven uh, next year because we're bringing pretty much everybody back, right, on the defense? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they'll figure it out with Landry. Yeah. I'd be really surprised. He's if really didn't. the only guy that we, we got to worry about from a defensive standpoint, but he oh, cut boy. Jackrabbit. He's gone, I think. Dude, uh, he, he ended up not being too bad. Oh, yeah, no, but just like – He finished strong. Yeah, he finished really strong, but I think it's just like a – a veteran, he's getting old. He's still got five, six million on the books. I mean, you. Gotta, I mean, you uh, need your first round guy, Farley, to. Yeah, that's what we've up. got: Molden, Fulton, Farley, three young guys. Who you are gotta, we going first round? Who, uh, what do we need? I kind of. I, I I saw the mock draft uh, mock draft the other day that has picking a receiver. I wouldn't hate a receiver. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't either. Um, what would make it, us? What. What do we need to win a Super Bowl next year? That's what that like. What we need if we want to plug in a guy, like what position could we really improve on? I think it's receiver. We need I a really dude like Quentin Wilson or Quentin Nelson. I think just a freak offensive lineman, just a road grader offensive lineman. Maybe I, I think it could be. Could be offensive lineman is never a bad pick. We just kind of tackle. A, we haven't done yeah, great on our get, last no. on our last yeah, two. Uh, yeah, yeah pick well, two tackles. That's the one big bust. Isaiah Wilson is a huge, huge bust. Like, having a first-grade caliber tackle this last year would have been, I mean, just, so nice. Or like because now. we drafted Radons, like and it's like he's he's okay. he finished kind of decent though. He finished decent. Yeah, like he's he started be, playing, but yeah. you hope like I mean, you hope like he'd Wilson step in. in yeah. 
people were like, holy crap, this guy's going to be awesome. Like he should have been drafted even higher. And then it turns out he's maybe like, one of the job. biggest, if, if not for just being an offensive lineman, like maybe he's the biggest bust ever. Cause the guy is just, well, he, how many snaps has he played? I don't know. Like, he keeps getting picked two? up though. Didn't two he get picked three? up the other day? Did he actually? Someone signed him. I, I don't know for how long, uh, but someone picked him up just to like give him a tryout. I think. Bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's I could, he, drafting alignments. Never. I don't know. You could probably. Usually you never hate it. Right. You never hate yeah. it. Yeah. Drafting a guy in the first round as a lineman. I hate it. A receiver would be sick. Because I mean, yeah, we have AJ and Julio, which I think we'll probably have them both next year. I assume. Yeah, probably. I think so, yeah. We obviously saw like Julio is going to miss some games in the regular season. Like he just is. Like he's done that the last several years. He's still an asset to the team. I like having him on the team. But in terms of a consistent week-to-week number two receiver, like, he's just not really it, in all honesty. Like, having another stud receiver that's more consistent beside AJ would be really nice. Yeah, I agree. If not that, I wouldn't mind getting another DB, honestly, just because I'm not confident in – I mean, far – It looks like Molden – is probably the best one we drafted last year, right? Just because Farley hasn't even really played yeah, a lot. No, yeah, Molden had some huge plays down. Molden the had some force. big plays, but he's just—I mean, he's still like young and raw. Yeah. Like I'm not counting on him to lock somebody down. Like he What's had some. Big what is the deal with Farley? What's the deal with him? Well, he tore his ACL, didn't he? Not yeah, but was. I thought he was active for a good chunk. That was—we like... had another Farley on the team. Oh. Yeah, there, we had two Farleys, and I think they both played DB. It was like Nick Farley or something like or that. Mati- was it like – who's Matias Farley? Or maybe that's it. Is that it? Or am I – did I pull that out of – I don't know. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think you're right, Will. Let's see. Football safety. Is this who I was thinking of? Yep, you're right. Matias Farley. Nice. Nice. Cool. Ten points. There you go. Signed up. One-year uh, – one million dollar contract not bad <laughs> well anyway i mean I, yeah i don't i don't know who they're gonna pick but i, I I've, I've already talked to. about i mean i think the roster you have is all right you just gotta have some things go yeah. your way like yeah no the, that's what i'm saying the roster is good that's why it's pretty hard to find a true like hole like oh we gotta draft like this because we are really weak in this area like the team overall is very strong and you probably drafted like they they know who they're not going to resign probably too like you know like they, they know the areas that they're going to need to fill kind of the gaps. maybe maybe draft like a third or fourth round quarterback to see if you can get lucky with one see see if we get a Davis Mills esque type of player because I don't <laughs> well because I don't I don't think it's worth trading up to try and get like Corral right that's the only guy no. that is on your radar at that at that pick. And you probably have to trade up to get them. Like you're not getting Pickett in the first round. And I don't know if you want to use a first round pick on a quarterback. Well, yeah. I don't trust any of the quarterbacks, honestly. A lot I of mean, scouts were saying there might not be a starter in this class. Like may, maybe like Pickett. Ever. But, like they, it's just yeah, a class no, of backups. Kenny Pickett might never start a game in the NFL. Or if, if he is, it's like. Because he could be hurt. like a McCown or something like that. But I mean. I really don't think that any of these guys are going to come in and light it up like Herbert did or come in and make some noise after their first year sitting on the bench like Mahomes. Like, nobody's got that ceiling, it feels like, at all. And um, 
the the scouts who have been paying attention um, and watching these guys as football season winds down seem to agree. Yeah, I mean, you have, I mean, Corral can rip it. I know that. That's about it, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ne- I mean, there were there were times in college, right? That whole Ole Miss offense. It was cute and it was fun, and it was you had a bunch of highlight plays. But I never personally came away from it being like, man, Matt Corral is just. I mean, he might stuff the stat sheets, but he wasn't a guy I would ever put in. Oh, that's one of the best Q. I didn't even think he was one of the best QBs in the country last year. No. Bryce Young, Stroud, obviously Pickett. Hendon Hooker. KJ <laughs> Jefferson. Come on. Yeah, that's that's going to be who's dueling it out for Heisman next year, I think. KJ Jefferson both, and Hendon Hooker. Both dark horses, yeah. Dude, yeah. KJ is, is going to win it. Like, if, if Arkansas has a pretty good year, it means KJ had a great year, and it means we're and he's going to win it. I'm, not, I mean, you know, a lot of things could happen, but I wouldn't like we have enough opportunities. Like even out of conference, okay, look at this thing. This is Arkansas schedule. We open the year versus Cincinnati at home, so that's like seem that's like kind of lit. You know, they were in the playoff last year, so at Cincinnati. Then week two, South Carolina, so conference game, keep the hype up, and then I don't know, but we play Bama, LSU. Ole Miss, all at home. A lot of big games. A lot of big games at home. We play at BYU. That's lit. Like, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, – yeah, You got a pretty saying, solid lot, non-conference. A lot of state – oh, and you get Bobby Petrino at home. Talk about Brian Harson, Bobby Petrino. Dude, we're playing Missouri State at home. And Hugh Freeze at home. Just Man, a crazy – Just a crazy, a crazy assortment of characters coming up to Fayetteville. That's quite the uh... – Honestly, maybe the murderer's row of non-conference coaches. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, not the toughest teams necessarily, but the fact that your non-conference is Hugh Freeze, Petrino. Fickle. Fickle. And uh, what's and BYU? All, is it Bronco? Is Bronco? I think, uh, no, he left. No, he left, he's gone. He? He's gone. But still, BYU, solid. Who is BYU's usually. coach? I don't know. Because Bronco went to, like, Virginia, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They're good. I mean, well, they had Zach Wilson, I guess. They're always – I mean, BYU's always Oh, yeah. Kalani Satake, the, like, Samoan uh, – Yeah. Or Tongan, yeah. Tongan, uh, whatever that national – Oh, Tonga, literally the country of Tonga. Sweet. Wow. Cool. Nice. But, yeah, that's tough. You just need to throw in – you know what would be epic? Is Jackson State – Deion Sanders. Coach Prime. Yeah, Coach Prime time. You need to set up uh, some HBCU uh, matchups. Yeah, that would be sick. Dude, they've got to – I hope they play someone soon. They they have to, like, set up a oh, game definitely. where it's like – They a, need to play, like, Miss Ole Miss. Like, this would be – like, play Memphis. Well, they played in I'm, – I'm so confused. They played in, like, a bowl game or something. Yeah. I don't know if it was a bowl game or if it was, like – because they're FCS, right? Yes. I don't know. I just remember seeing them play uh, someone during bowl season, and they got smacked. <laughs> it was like right after they were getting so much hype for, for getting like one of the top guys and everything, and I was like, damn, yeah. good luck to that kid. Yeah, there's still a lot of other players on the field that need to play well. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'm looking through. Huh? Uh, I was just looking through Jackson State's schedule. Nothing too crazy on here. They do have uh, some tough games against Mississippi Valley State, uh, Jerry Rice's alma mater, Alcorn State, uh, 
Steve McNair's alma mater. Shout out. Um, Southern. Who went to Southern? Somebody really famous went to Southern, I feel like. Well, I can't remember. Um, Grambling State. That's a big one. That's going to be tough. Ooh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. That's going to be a tough game. Yeah. That's going to be a, like a, a tough schedule. They finished uh, 2021, though, 11 and 2 and 8 0 in the SWAC. Nice. It's a good season. I mean, good record. Yeah. And then lost to South Carolina State 31 to 10 in the Celebration Bowl. Okay. There you go. That's what it was. The Celebration Bowl. That's lit. I, I will be excited to see because Barstool's got the whole, they did a documentary. Yeah, they did. On them over there. So I'll be excited. I, I mean, I'll watch that. That'll be fun. But yeah, Trusha, do you want to hop in? Give us a little, what do we got here? We're about an hour in. Go ahead and give us a little basketball. We'll do a little, not just basketball minute, but a little basketball few minutes. Give us kind of a couple updates on the NBA, college basketball, anything you found interesting. So first, want to shout out a couple of NBA players. Uh, As you know, there are placements for the All-Star game. So a couple of guys are getting their first uh, All-Star appearances. First off, we're starting with Fred Van Vliet, undrafted. Now to an all-star, averaging 21.6 points a game uh, with seven assists and five boards on top of that. Got to love to see when an undrafted guy um, makes it in the all-star game. Also, LaMelo Ball, who will be replacing Kevin Durant. So LaMelo becomes the first ball player to uh, become an all-star, surpasses Lonzo, his brother. Bright future for that young man in Charlotte. Um, Darius (laughs) Garland. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, is Lonzo, like, doing well? Is he still on the Pelicans? Uh, he was on the Bulls, wasn't he? Lonzo's oh, on the yeah, Bulls. Yeah. Doing good. I mean, Lonzo's, yeah. a, Lonzo's been a hooper, man. Yeah, no, I like a, Lonzo. He's I having, him like, his stick. best year, I believe. I want him to stick around with the Lakers and play with LeBron. I thought that would have been fun. But, yeah, go ahead. You're, you're shouting out uh, our boy Darius. Yeah, Darius Garland, uh, a player we're all pretty familiar with. He grew up in the Brentwood area, went to Brentwood Academy, trained with Spencer Richardson. Um. Dude can ball. Uh, and he has obviously grown up a lot since we saw him playing in eighth grade, averaging 20 points, eight assists, and three and a half boards while being on the number uh, four seed in the East, leading his teams to the play or leading his team to the playoffs. That uh, cast team is going to be scary uh, come playoffs because the East is kind of wide open, it feels like right now with the Nets tumbling, uh, a lot of injuries piling up. Milwaukee's playing pretty well. Miami's playing well. Chicago's playing well, but it still seems pretty open. So be interesting uh, to see what happens there. Um, also want to shout out Draymond Green back to being an all-star. Um, not as a replacement or anything, uh, just back voted in. So the Warriors are back to having three all-stars again. Um, and if Clay Thompson was healthy, he probably would have been an all-star as well. So with Wiggins, Curry, uh, Draymond, and Klay Thompson, Warriors are back pretty much. So that's going to be tough for the Grizzlies, but we have the best player in the league on the Memphis Grizzlies, so I'm not worried about uh, Let's go. Phoenix or Golden State. Dude, didn't, the Grizzlies uh, are raw. Draymond uh, have, like, the first non-points triple-double the other night? Did you see that? I th- that I th- uh, he had something – I think that was a couple of nights – or a couple of years ago, I mean. I think oh, was it? It, okay. it was just circulating. Just... It was circulating around Twitter again, but he had oh, okay. four points. And in that game, uh, so he could have had a five by five if he would have scored one more point because he had five blocks. 
nice. So he had five blocks, 10 steals, 10 assists, 10 boards, um, and then had four points. So he could have had the five by five. And I mean, he was closing in on a triple double too, or I mean, quadruple double, excuse me. Yeah, dude, it's funny you talk about like the Warriors having four All-Stars again, because I remember when the Celtics had Rondo, Pierce, Allen, and Garnett all go, and it was like people the were biggest deal losing ever. their mind. Yeah. And now it's just, I feel like it's just not that uncommon anymore. Yeah, the Hawks did it a little while ago when Corver got his first appearance at like age 36. That was pretty epic. Yeah. Cal Corver. Man. I miss that guy in the league. He was he was fun to watch. Um, a young Kyle Korver with the with like the bowl cut, basically. Yeah. The, well, the he could stocks. he could like drive. He could he was a little bit more athletic than people remember. Obviously, he was still a shooter, but in his younger days, he could he could bang. He 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 could throw it down a little bit. Oh yeah. So, uh, but that's pretty much it for NBA. I mean, there's some trade deadline talk going on. Some certain things circulating around possible Harden getting traded, but Steve Nash came out today saying that's not going to happen. Nothing major on the trade deadline, but we'll definitely have to keep our eye on that. College basketball, obviously Auburn's staying hot. Um, Not tomorrow night. Yeah, you you got a big game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get many like this, you know, when you're hot with one eight in a row, you got the number one team in the country coming to your place. That's lit. Yeah, that's no, I think this is a game Auburn loses. It's going to be close. Too. Yeah, but Good I mean, game. this is, it's, what are they, 24 and one or 23 and one, something like that? Yeah, 22, 23 and one, yeah. And their last couple of games have been close. They almost screwed up that game against Georgia. Yeah, they're kind of due for, they're kind of due, due for, for a loss. They're and due we're due, loss. And, and, you know, sometimes you've been in buildings like that, you get the arena gets hot and it's just hard. Like it's hard for a team to kind of overcome. I don't know. Just some, yeah. sometimes, you know, they are kind of due for, I mean, obviously like they did not play very good. Georgia is terrible. Yeah. Like, they're even being close to Georgia is like, if you play like that, you probably will lose just because Arkansas is a better team. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it, Auburn's great. Like they can easily come out and win tomorrow night, but that's college basketball. That's what makes it so fun is like you get someone on your home gym and you never know. You never know. Yeah. Anything's possible. In the famous words of Kevin Garnett. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to talk about was not basketball, but baseball. We had something interesting get announced these past couple hours. I don't know if you guys heard about it for the first time in 20 years, the MLB will be postponing drug tests. And that includes for steroids and PEDs. Steroid era. Steroid era is back. Juice it up boys. Juice it up. That's all I'm saying. Honestly, they needed they needed to be because baseball's dying, man. Yeah, the Braves won one championships and they right said, now? "Screw it, no more." Got to change the rules. This can't happen. Yeah, so. I mean that baseball was pretty hot back in the steroid era, so probably yeah, not a bad people idea. People love dingers, man. People love just people just cranking home runs. I mean, you can we can have all the arguments about guys being going to the Hall of Fame and stuff, but if you're just talking about what I want to watch on TV. Yeah. I want to watch Barry guys. Bonds go break records every night. I want to watch That's Mark what... McGuire and Sammy, yeah, Sosa, Sammy Sosa go at run it. Race. Like just hit bombs. I want people just hitting bombs. Yeah. And guys throwing hard. I want pitchers yeah. that are throwing. Yeah. I want Roger Clemens up there. I want a Chapman on juice. I want him to see his Let's, arm yeah. juiced up. <laughs> That would be 
insane. Much, probably That's the thing that doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, because like it's a lot of flexibility, anyway. obviously. Yeah, and how just hard you can whip your arm. Like I feel like, yeah, bat, like batting, you're gonna just hit the ball farther. Probably. Yeah, but pitching, it's a little more. If you got big arms, you're probably not a very good pitcher. You, you kind of need a, some well, slender arms. I mean, there's yeah. some big. big there's some big pictures. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's, but that's uh, all I got for the baseball slash basketball minute. <laughs> it was about a baseball basketball 10, 15 minutes, but uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. And as football winds down, we got to find some interesting stuff uh, on the on the other side March. of sports. March, yeah, yeah, about to be college March. basketball is coming up hot. It's about, it's about we're kind Ooh. of about to hit. We're actually like we're it. kind of. We're hit, like we're this in. week is where you hit the sports kind of lull. No, well, no, I was going to say. Oh, you you're hit, so, well, I guess. Yeah. I'm just thinking you, football. You get, like, you get back to back to back, like awesome sporting events. Like, yeah, football's done, but you go Super Bowl, March Madness, Masters. Yeah. Then you're like right in there with the kind of NBA, NHL playoffs. Or about yeah. To so you hit kind of a really fun part for a little bit it makes you not think too much about football just yet but then when it's all done then that's when you really hit the lull yeah no i'm I'm not looking forward to that lull but like we talk about every year it, it comes it'll come eventually college football will be here faster than you realize um and oh. all, all kinds of crazy stuff i'm sure spring is practice this off season spring, spring practice, practice is coming the masters um, there's a lot of stuff swirling around man I'm yeah. pumped for the Masters. So two for, days away. I they throw out. I, I will say they throw out the commercial a little too quick. Yeah. Like I think I saw one like a week or two ago, and I was like, ah, let's wait. Fifty-two days wait. away. I saw that this morning. I was like, ah, oh, fifty-two days. That's not that long. No, not that long. They need to throw it out like Super Bowl day. Yeah, I need. Yeah, that's a good call. Like, give me a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then like, like in the time starting March Madness when I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. It's like right at right after the Super Bowl ends, they throw on that Masters commercial, and you think, "Oh shoot, football's over!" But hey, look, Masters coming up. Uh, other good things exist. <laughs> it is kind of sad. Like I, I don't like. I get into that football just regulation during the year of like, dude, there's football on every night. Like if I want to just turn something on, there's a football game on. Like, yeah, there's literally much, from like most, November first to Thanksgiving. There's football on every night because of action and everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't watch a ton. But, I, I mean, if it's Monday night, I'd probably turn it on. If it's Thursday night, I'd probably turn it on. Saturday, Sunday, obviously, like, big days of watching football. So, uh, when you do get out of that, we're already kind of out of that season just because like, yeah. there hasn't been much football. Like, even though there's been – that's the fun thing about the end of the year. Like, the biggest, most fun games are the end of the year. So, like, it is still fun because that is – like, the playoffs are epic. But it just really winds down like the – I don't know. It's a good wind down, but it always comes back around. That's right. Watch All right, guys, y'all got any you want to throw out there before we wrap it up? Yeah. Have a fun Super Bowl. I'm making gumbo. Hey, Truce, you got a good gumbo recipe? I'm sure I could cook something up. Right. Yeah. Surely you got, some, you got some family that's made some gumbo. Oh, yeah. I've, and I've eaten a lot of gumbo myself, so I know yeah. uh, how a good gumbo tastes. Yeah. So what do I need? Like, what's my base? What's what, what do I need? To do? I mean, it's really like a, almost a, like thinner gravy kind of, and mm. you're going to need some okra in there. Onions. Um, okra and onions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and sausage specifically. 
Yeah, that's the big yeah, one. Yeah, Andouille, yeah. you got to have. Um, and then throw a little crawfish in there if you like crawfish gumbo. Uh, you can kind of you can spice it up with the meat a little bit. You can kind of change it around how you like it. Yeah. Um, but just dump that bad boy over some uh, fresh hot white rice, and uh, it's as good mm. as it gets, man. Mm. That sounds so good. Dude. Yeah, I'm making gumbo for Super Bowl Sunday. God, I'm jealous. Gumbo and some yeah. buffalo chicken dip for sure. Gotta have the buffalo. Oh, the buffalo, buffalo chicken, chicken dip. dip. That is a game day. That classic. is a Super Bowl special. Yeah. All right. All right, boys. Oh, well, it was fun. I hope everyone has a good, uh, yeah, good week. It's Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, but yeah guys. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for checking out Paydirt Sports. Remember, check us out on Twitter at Paydirt underscore sports, on Instagram at Paydirt Sports. Check out the website, paydirtsports.blog. We'll have everything you need on there. Uh, remember, we're part of the Six Pack Coverage Network. They've got everything uh, from fitness, travel, entertainment, sports, obviously. So check them out on sixpackcoverage.com. But yeah, guys, thanks again, uh, and we'll see you all next week. Sweet. Hey, Dirt, out. <laughs>